Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to Dead End Drive-In. This is uh, one of your intrepid hosts, uh, the demon, Mo Porn, and with me is star child, Brandon Bennett. Hi. Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping it simple, Mo. So enthused. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Are you that mad at me for the subject matter of Uh, this episode? (laughs) Right off the bat, let me uh, tell the listeners, I don't like Kiss. Do not like yeah, Kiss. We're, uh, I, oh, I we're, gonna, of, we're gonna we are gonna get into your taste in music soon enough. <laughs> sir. Well, that's that's what's funny is uh, Mo knows this, but uh, generally my taste in music is pretty terrible to most people, and so I just assumed that Mo didn't like Kiss because everyone else thinks they're good. I think they're awful. I think they are the ICP of the rock world. And we can get into that. Wow, later. wow, that's well, fucking rough. It, no well, way, man. No, not Kiss not, has like Kiss has like seven good albums. Well, it's, and that's it's, seven, and that's seven good albums more than ICP has ever had. <laughs> it's the merchandising thing. They're just <laughs> well, they, they can yeah, sell yeah, they can sell anything to their fans, and that's you know well because 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 they're because their marketing they're business team men. is fronted. Yeah, because their marketing team is fronted by, you know, a st- like a literally like the most Jewish stereotype you could possibly have, you know, Absolutely. in the in the guise of a Chaim Witz, uh, a.k.a. <laughs> Gene Simmons, uh, <laughs> who will who who would happily slap the kiss name onto any and every possible thing. So, yeah, I agree with you on that one. Uh, let's let's tell the audience what we are uh, what we are listening uh, listening to listen to me uh, what we're discussing today and that is the classic 1978 uh-huh. made for TV made for TV movie Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park yeah and the fact that I said that the fact that I said that without saying Kiss meets the Phantom of the Opera I'm super <laughs> proud of myself because I always always say that wrong. It's it's shocking this movie was made. It's sh- even more shocking that it was made by Hanna Barbera. 
that yeah Hanna Barbera that in, itse- <laughs> that in itself is odd and the you know based on the popularity of the time you know they were they were at the height of their career supposedly and you know they had the the comic book and uh, I don't know much about the comic book but I'm quite certain it was nothing like this movie is. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. It wasn't good. Like I mean, like let's put it this way: out outside of their music, like almost nothing Kiss has done has been good. You know, it's just been all like schlocky fucking shit. See, and this is why I would think that you might enjoy them because they're literally the music equivalent of an exploitation. <laughs> That's film. true. Uh, they do have some good songs. I don't hate all of their music. It's mostly I just don't like Gene Simmons. I think he's a fucking well. Bitch. Yeah, no, no. I, I, and that's fine because true Kiss fans really love Ace Fraley. <laughs> he's he's the other and of guy. course you're sitting there like and you're sitting that, there like that's, that's the other thing I I, I I know who Gene Simmons is. Aside from that, I couldn't tell you who is who in this band except for him. <laughs> All right, well let's the, okay then then let me let me educate you and to the uh, maybe two. Uh, people out of the 10 listening audience that we have uh, that we don't have yet. I don't even know if anybody's going to listen to this, but whatever. Uh, Let's who hope not. Kisses, okay? All right. <laughs> so we've got, <laughs> we've got, we've got Chaim Vitz, AKA Gene Simmons. Uh, he is the demon. He uh, is he's probably the, he, probably the most well-known out of, out of the lot. Absolutely. Uh, he's definitely the, f- the face of the band, yeah. so to speak. Then you've got the other uh, permanent member uh, of Paul Stanley. I would say that if either one of those guys ever left the band, the band would be over because you just you yeah. can't replace either one of them. You know. Then you've got the Expendables. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've got uh, Space Ace. Oh, I should say Paul Stanley. He is the star mm-hmm. child. Um, you can tell because he has a giant star, star on yeah, his face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then there's Ace Fraley, who's Space Ace. Uh, he is most notably, um, anytime you hear a Kiss song that's about drugs, okay. Ace wrote it. Okay. Because uh, uh, Gene Simmons is a well-known teetotaler. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't do any drugs. He doesn't drink. Uh, in fact, I think the first time he ever had a sip of alcohol was on his Family Jewels show. Oh, uh, Okay. I think that was the first time ever. Okay. Anyway. So he's kind of an uh, Alice, yeah, Alice Cooper type. You know, he has the bad boy yeah, rock con- and roll image, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except except that Alice Cooper is a hardcore Republican. Yeah, yeah. And Gene Simmons is definitely, definitely not. I would say <laughs> Gene Simmons, if anything, is a libertarian. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's put it this way. Ace is so coked out of his head 90% of the time that his most famous song, you know, I mean, yeah, he did like Hard Luck mm-hmm. Woman and blah, blah, blah. But his most well-known song is a song called Snowblind. All right. Which is about, which is about doing so much coke that you're literally, that you literally go uh, by. Okay. Okay. It's different than yeah. Snowball. And then... Very different. Yes, <laughs> I guess you could. I guess you could do both at the same time. If you're that coked out, uh, you I may be it. willing to snowball. Yeah, yeah maybe. Oh, I got to think about that one for a second. Hmm. Don't think about it too much. Uh, in your in your line of in your line of work, I'm sure it happens. 
I need to hire a secretary so I have somebody to go buy me Coke. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. No, no, no to self. Hire secretary. Okay. Uh, and then we've got, uh, then we've got the utterly forgettable and you'd think he'd be my favorite because he's the drummer, but then we have the cat, Peter Chris, who is one of the single most overrated <laughs> ter- just one of the worst drummers, like how he made it anywhere is beyond me. Um, generally we'll ta- kiss fans don't, we'll talk about his care. drumming oh yeah we'll talk briefly, about his drumming soon. in this yeah, Mo- yeah momentarily we will we will discuss his his prowess behind the behind the kit <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so the, and then and then uh and this was still 1978 so the original lineup was still together um yeah. after not too not too long after uh they lost ace they lost peter uh and they were replaced by uh, Eric Carr, who is probably the best drummer that Kiss ever had, and then he tragically died. Huge, huge loss to the band because he was really, really good. Uh, he, they he's replaced the one that I've Ace. Heard, he's the one I've heard the kind of the most good things about from Kiss fans, like just being a yeah, he, good guy. He's a he was a genuinely good dude, and it's just it's really tragic because he made some really great music with them. Uh, if they had if they had just nailed down uh, a, a a I mean they kind of did because Eric Carr was with them for a bit of the time when they had Bruce Kulick, but it was mostly like Vinnie Vincent who was just a complete pile of shit. Like yeah. Vinnie Vincent was with them, uh, he was Ankh Man. Uh, that that was right. his gimmick. He just had, he just had a big onk on his face. It was fucking stupid. Uh, he was also uh, just a huge asshole, and uh, and like ha- I mean like he kind of like personality wise, he actually kind of fit into the band perfectly because yeah. he was a huge egotist. You know, just <laughs> just way into himself and way into his own abilities, which, you know, I mean, I'll admit he was a decent guitarist. He was, but he's also, he was also in kiss during like the lick it up era. Mm -hmm. And every, we all know that that's their worst music. Sure. Sure. We all know that. Uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Those of us in the know know that. Sure. I think it's all pretty terrible. So fuck off. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I like Beth. Uh, oh, it's like one of that—that's a Peter Chris song. Thank you very much. <laughs> and that—that says—that says everything I need to know about you. There we go. Mm-hmm. I like Beth. All right, we're done. We're, we're we're done here. Show canceled. <laughs> Click. <laughs> so so anyway. So anyway, let's so, let's so, let's, so, let's talk about the uh, so far. I. Just recently, I discovered that you and John Cross had a another podcast together called Ninety Four Point Six Percent Useless. Yes, and I I listened to that a couple days before I watched this movie, and all I can think of is that this movie is ninety four point six percent useless. <laughs> I was like, how? Oh, I thought you. I th- I I thought you were going to mention something about how uh, you caught Paul Stanley trying to fuck his mailbox. Mailbox? Oh no, no, not yet. I everyone needs to do that <laughs> at least once. 
Yeah, well, you know, that's that's what me and John talked about. That was a very that was also a very short-lived podcast. I think we did like two episodes. <laughs> yeah, and there was what, a uh, four to six month gap between them. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was one of those sh- that was one of those shows that me and him had um because originally when I when I brought up the idea of bringing back drunk on VHS, which ultimately I didn't end up doing, yeah. uh it was gonna be me and John uh co-hosting on that one and i like i didn't i ended up deciding to not do that just because a it'd be such a pain in the ass like going through itunes again mm-hmm. and trying to get that that rss feed yeah. going again with with the same fucking name and mm-hmm. it's like, what a pain uh and then also I, I like i'm like john's a busy fucking dude like he does yeah, a lot like already it. i'm like i don't want i don't want to fucking you know push more stuff onto him so i ended up being like you know well you know because he's, you know, for for anybody who who's listening who who isn't familiar with John, and you should be, because he's fucking hilarious. Oh and it's yeah, great. He's um, amazing. He runs, uh, yeah, he runs at he runs the After Movie Diner podcast, uh, you know, which is just bonkers the amount of work he puts into it, like you and, know, comedy and, skits and and music and and not just the shit. not just the podcast, but the website itself, really. Right, right. He's he's updating it constantly with some kind of content. Yeah. Um, and then he also does uh, the Doctor Action and Kick Ass Kid commentaries with uh, with Doc Paul Croson, who uh, is I mean the two of them together is just it's fucking hilarious. Those two have 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 quite a rapport with each other. You know, absolutely. Uh, kind of like me. At- Kind of like me and Doug do when I'm not yawning constantly or falling asleep on my <laughs> microphone. So, you know. <laughs> well, at, at least you and I are both third shifters, so we can yawn. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, so we, we can both be tired as shit. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, all right. So let, let's talk about the movie proper, though. So uh, I, I found out something real interesting. Um, no, you my, didn't. Uh, my, what's that? I said, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I seriously did. Uh, so it apparently, to this movie. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so uh, if anybody remembers um, the the incredibly funny, uh, it was uh, Mike and Ike's um, uh, ass jam. I, it, it had it had a full name. I feel like an asshole for not remembering <laughs> it, but it was. You know, like I think it was called like the All Star Summer Jamboree or something to that effect. Uh, really, really funny, like super well scripted. Uh, this podcast, uh, you know, this, uh, two stoners basically talking and passing the ball back and forth. Well, they did. Uh, I guess they do, but they did a, uh, <laughs> for lack of a better term, a commentary track. Uh, on this particular film, and and I, I I learned some shit I didn't know about it, and uh, I'm, trying to think, I'm trying to remember what 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 he named it because the name on that for this is fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, so the name of the, the name of it's called the uh, <laughs> comment riffs are us <laughs> is, is the is the is the name that he gave it, and this and this particular episode that they did, which is only 18 minutes long, by the way, really? is called I'll take is called I'll take evil transvestite clowns for a thousand. <laughs> That's perfect. And it's and so like they literally cut like huge chunks out of the movie to talk about just the quote unquote interesting parts, which I have a feeling yeah. that we'll probably do something along the same lines because honestly, like all of the B storyline, which is actually technically the A storyline is, 
even more useless than the storyline that's actually interesting. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and to, so, to, to I, really so I kick... found out. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, uh, that's fine. Uh, I was just going to say that we don't even see Kiss until after 30 minutes into this fucking movie. So yeah. that yeah. tells you how important they are to this movie and how useless the beginning of the movie is. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So uh so so I found out that like so the way the movie starts is with their rock and roll over logo sort of spinning at the screen and it stops and the Kiss Meets the Fan of the Park logo comes up. But while that's happening, the uh the uh music for uh rock uh you know, rock and roll all night party 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 every day um is playing well apparently that wasn't supposed to be what was happening there it was supposed to be like this voiceover thing really? talking about yeah talking about like who really is kiss like are is, <laughs> is paul is paul really a child from space is ace really or whatever you know it just like it, it's just it's the silliest fucking thing ever and i'm gonna when we when this ultimately goes up i want to put a link yeah to uh definitely to mike and ike's review on it because um because he actually reads it out like he, i guess he found that the the, the script, the script for it and reads it out and it's fucking hilarious and i cannot do it justice so i'm not even gonna try that, i'm gonna you know, it's it, only eight it's only 18 fucking minutes go watch it it's brilliant that narration really makes it feel like a hanna-barbera cartoon with the narrator yeah. explaining the characters so yeah no it's fucking brilliant it. you know it's like <laughs> it's like yeah it's like on this episode of yogi bear you know it's it's yeah. no it's fucking brilliant it's it was such a <laughs> it was such a good idea but now because they decided to use rock and roll all night there now we get to hear rock and roll all night twice yeah in yeah. the film and it's like and it's like guys you have like five albums <laughs> worth of stuff that you could have done like you could have used any other song you could have used fucking detroit rock city i mean destroyer came out Two years previous, it's a known entity. You could have done that instead. No, you decided to use the same song twice. Let's talk about the intro to the band, though. Well, originally they were supposed to record music for this movie. And then, I don't know if it was time or what, but uh, they they didn't actually record any original music for the film. So they could have even done that, and it would have been better than using the same song twice. Which is really ironic because uh, I guess when uh, when they re-released the film, I want to say on DVD, they ended up cutting a good chunk of Ace Frehley's lines out because I guess his only line in the film was supposed to be "ack," like that was it. Yeah, he, he was just supposed to go "ack," you know, and like he was so pissed off about that that he <laughs> that he ended up. Like, like getting in the producer's face and be like, if you if you don't give me some real lines, and so that's where we end up getting the the now classic uh, insufficient data star child, you know? and like it's it, like it's like the only fucking lines he had, like it's so fucking ridiculous. Like him and Peter, like they come off as such like Abbott and Costello goofballs. Oh, absolutely. Oh, and it's just and it's the worst like vaudeville style like comedy and it's like oh you know his uh you know gene's brother is an only child like oh my god <laughs> shut up 
Well, it's it's even worse when they you know they they redubbed his voice into the movie and yeah. gave him lines, and you can tell well, that it's been dubbed and horribly. Yeah, well, Peter, I guess, decided uh, you know to to pull the diva card and not do any post production. So they ended up uh, they ended yeah. up hiring a voice actor to do all of his lines for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I fucking it's love ridiculous. it. Oh, it's so stupid. But yeah, let's let's talk about the intro. Let's talk about the intro because it's fucking brilliant how they introduce all the characters, you know. So so it's you know, like obviously it starts off with Gene and he's like blowing fire and doing stupid yeah. shit. And then like there's this random sideways <laughs> shot of Peter who is just sort of like flailing his sticks. Yeah, at nothing. At nothing. There's no drums the, out there. In the air, even. You know, and it's 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 very, very reminiscent of uh rock and roll high school. With yeah. with Marky Ramon just sort of tapping his sticks tapping. together. Yep, yep. But at least Marky thought... makes it look somewhat cool. I mean, like I hate Marky, so it's yeah. like it's not like you know, I, like I'm not going to try to give him any real credit. But at least he tries yeah. to make it look somewhat cool. <laughs> like he realizes, like I'm an idiot, just I... banging sticks on my legs, you know. Yeah, and I think that was, I think that was also more for comedy. Where in this, I don't think they were going for comedy with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, it's it's sad that they're that they fail at the comedy they are going for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, almost all levels. Right, right. You know, and uh, but then there's a really great moment. It's probably one of my favorite moments in the film, and it's really sad that this is like. Right at the beginning of the fucking movie, um, <laughs> where uh, Gene is sort of like, for no reason whatsoever, uh, the size of a roller coaster, and he's yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he's, and he's like peering over the edge of a ro- of a roller coaster as these girls walk <laughs> by, and it's and instead of them looking up and being like terrified that this giant man is there, they're just like all oh, they're super happy to see him. It's like oh look, it's Gene. <laughs> Fucking a! <laughs> I don't have much to say about it. They just look <laughs> stupid. <laughs> a lot, yeah. A lot. Uh, admittedly, a lot of shit in this movie is super stupid. Um, so let's let's take two seconds if you, if you want to do the honors. Take two sec- two seconds and sort of explain the non kiss plotline because I don't want to spend more than a minute on this bullshit. Well. There's kind of, there's kind of two plot lines that start out because there's this, there's this couple on a roller coaster that kind of starts out the movie really, and you see them ride the entire length of this roller coaster. Yeah, just kind of being cutesy, and her like she keeps grabbing her boobs. Like I don't know if she's worried about them bouncing too much, or if she's just making sure they're still there. Well, I'm guessing what's going. I'm on. guessing it was the '70s, so she probably wasn't wearing a bra, and she was probably thinking to herself, "Oh, yeah, I probably don't want these things bouncing around too much." Or, or, or <laughs> more likely, she probably didn't give a shit about that, and the standards and practice people told her, "It's like your tits are bouncing around way too yeah. much, girl. You gotta just yeah. hold them or something." You know, heaven forbid she actually puts a bra on. Yeah, well, that's it's Melissa and Sam, right? That's their names. the The couple. And sure. He works. He works at the the park in some fashion. You're not really sure 
exactly what it is that he does. Yes, you but, are. I mean, but- he's he's uh, he's the main villain's like um, assistant. That like he. He he basically like when he gets kidnapped and brainwashed and turned into a zombie well, like he's he basically learn, goes back to you, doing his job again. Yeah, you learn that after a while, but at the beginning of the movie it, it seems like she doesn't even know what the fuck his job is. Uh, yeah. Cuz they they tell later on they say something to her about how he works underground, way underground and she's like totally confused by this. So apparently she has no idea what it is that he does. At <laughs> this theme park. Do any of us really know but, what any of us really do? No, no, that's. <laughs> I'm get. I'm getting so deep. That's on that's that's, that's one plot line. <laughs> yeah, getting there deep. Uh, so <laughs> there, he di- he he disappears, and so part of this this plot is her looking for him, right? Not knowing where he's at. Then there's another sort of plot line. About these three asshole, I don't know if they're supposed to be teenagers or if they're in their 20s or what. If they're teenagers, of... they're the <laughs> oldest looking teenagers I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they're, they're, they're you know, these stereotypical uh, troublemakers, biker wannabe kind of, you know... You know, seventies TV version of bikers. And, and, ha- and how do you know they're bikers? I, I don't know. Just because Be, I've seen because, a lot of 70s because, TV. <laughs> because one of them is His wearing hat. a leather hat. <laughs> yep, yep. yep. <laughs> but they, they, they keep causing trouble in the park and keep getting, you know, caught doing, you know, whatever it is the fuck they're doing. And, and eventually they, they get taken down into this lab and turned into the, the, I don't know what they are. They're not animatronics like the others are, or androids, or whatever it is they call them. Well, the, 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 their fate, I think, is particularly hilarious because he wants to teach them how to be true Americans. So he turns them, yeah. he turns them each into one of the founding fathers. It's, it's yeah, fucking yeah. hilarious. Like one of them's like, you know, Washington, and one of them's like Ben Franklin or whatever. It's the yeah. stupidest fucking thing ever, but it's hilarious and at the same time. We, we don't we don't ever see them again, do we? No, I I can't. I, th- that's just kind of dropped. The, you know, after like the the forty minute mark or something, they're just never seen again. Yeah, by movie. by so they, by they the play, time uh, they play no part in this film whatsoever. Yeah, by the by the time Kiss gets back, uh, uh by the time Kiss gets on screen, like proper, uh, they they're gone already. They're they're nowhere to be found. Yeah, yeah, you know. So so basically, like it, it ultimately, it comes down to there's this uh, there's this guy, um, who uh, I guess he owns the park or he runs the park or whatever, and like all he wants to do is invent, and he doesn't care about any of this kiss nonsense. He doesn't care about you know oh Deborah. His his name's Deborah, and I, I guess he just created the park. Like yeah. Like, yeah, he doesn't own it, per se. He just... I don't know what he did. <laughs> well, apparently... It doesn't matter. Apparently, he's uh, he's really gifted in robotics, as we'll find out yeah. later on. So, from there, let's... So all, the only thing we really need to know in the first 40 fucking minutes of the film is that there's some street toughs who get kidnapped. There's a girl, look, <laughs> a girl looking for her boyfriend, who is also kidnapped... Um, and, uh, that's a 
about it. And there's a bad guy who hasn't, who isn't really truly bad yet. He just, yeah, he just wants like street justice basically because of people (laughs) he feels are disrespecting his park, you know? Yeah. It's stupid. It's pointless. It's fucking pointless. What is this line? I will will destroy you, all of you. (laughs) You will be my instrument. (laughs) Yeah, he's super super angry at Kiss for showing up, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Because he doesn't like this because there's a a, a couple different times where there's, you know, like a Kiss cardboard cutout and there's a... Uh, a plane in the sky with a kiss banner and he's worried about the money being spent on that and why it went on those things. I hate advertising. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't want people in my fucking park. Get out. (laughs) Get the fuck out. I have got robots to make. (laughs) Oh my god, it's so fucking stupid. But it's kind of like brilliant at the same time. So anyway, so Kiss shows up uh, and, uh, and the girl discovers her boyfriend Sam or fiance I guess Sam uh taking pictures of the band now he's taking pictures yeah. for a very nefarious reason yeah he's he's getting pictures of like of each member of Kiss from different angles for Wh- Deborah which ironically he never moves once to get the pictures no just no one the, spot the, the click, other click, thing, click 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 yeah the other thing I noted is how many fucking pictures can that ta- that camera take? <laughs> he just it's just constantly snap 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 snap. Uh, I I honestly this I, is a pre pre digital. Yeah, so I was, was gonna say I film. had to keep I had to keep reminding myself that this wasn't the time of like DSLRs because uh, yeah yeah because Devereaux reacts to the pictures as if he's seeing them instantaneously. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. You know, it's like, what? <laughs> where are you seeing the pictures? He hasn't developed a film yet. <laughs> it, it, it it seems as if he has, like, video cameras all over the park that we can't see or or that he's seeing through Sam's eyes somehow. I don't I don't know. It doesn't matter. None of it matters. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Kiss helps her out. Um, yep. by, uh, giving, by imparting some star child wisdom onto her, uh, it, which doesn't really help at all because she's still in the same fucking situation. And then out of nowhere, <laughs> they're, they're now singing Beth to her, which is yeah, really And then she just walks weird. the fuck away. Yeah. It's like this. <laughs> she this, just walks away as the. The editing on this movie is is really shit. Uh, I mean, I understand it's a made-for-TV movie, but fucking come yeah. on. Like, like how things happen, because, like, some of the guards get attacked by someone who's supposed to be Gene, but is not really yeah. Gene, is one of the robots. No. You know, and it's just like it, this whole... But meanwhile, while that's happening, they're all singing Beth to her, you know? Yeah, <laughs> just kind of quietly in the dark, and I don't even know where they're supposed to be at. They can't really tell. Yeah, they're just in some kind of courtyard, you know? <laughs> obviously, obviously, she doesn't care about Kiss, because like I said, she just walks the fuck away from them. <laughs> just in the middle of the song, she just, eh, fuck this. Yeah, huh? <laughs> Beth, I hear you calling. Well, my name's not Beth, fuck, you know? <laughs> so this so this this actually brings right. this this actually brings me to uh to one of the 
Uh, I figure there's probably a good time to to bring up uh, one of the the only questions we received uh, in regards to this film when I posted it on Facebook, and that was from uh, the one and only Doug Tilly of the No Budget Nightmares oh, yeah. podcast, uh, who asks two questions. One, why does Kiss suck so much? To that, I say, fuck you, Doug. I don't. Know. <laughs> and, uh, I don't. Know. Uh, they're fucking amazing. You We're can, in the same boat, Doug. You can suck a dick, both of you. Uh, second question: uh, Why did they dub over all of Peter Chris's vocals? Was he just that bad? So the answer to that question is uh, he refused to do post production work. Uh, yep, but yep. but also yes, yes, he is just that bad. It's it's a decent rendition of Beth, you know. It's Peter, fine. Peter it works. Peter Chris is the drizzling shits. <laughs> He's the worst. Uh, and I might as well ask this right. because uh, because Doc Paul Croson uh, from the Doc Action and the Kick Ass Kid uh, po- uh, commentaries asks, and this is a a, a, a joke going back to the uh, New Year's Eve episode I did uh, with them on after movie diner is uh, yeah, yeah what's your favorite pizza topping <laughs> so i'll 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 let, a, I'll let you answer that one first <laughs> oh i was gonna ask if it was multiple choice no nope. uh sausage just sausage all right <laughs> i'm simple i'm a simple man like that um like that leonard skinnerd song yeah they're not the ones that sung that that was that other band Sh- shine down Fuck you. That... <laughs> I don't even know if that's the name. I don't... <laughs> Deftones, S- Simple I Man Deftones is a Leonard Skinner song. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> now that's a band I don't particularly care for. So there you go. Deftones? Uh, oh, God. Oh. I love the Deftones. Oh. All right. See? Questionable All right. taste in music All right. I have. All right, I'm going to answer the pizza question first, and then we're going to talk about the Deftones for a second. <laughs> um, right. So, for me, uh, the answer is I don't have one. I like everything. Maybe bacon, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, bacon. Uh, so, so, funny story about the Deftones. Back in- oh, wait, 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 wait. Before you, before we go into the Deftones, how, how, where do you stand on pineapple on pizza? I'm fine with pineapple on pizza. I don't give, I, a, I don't too. give a shit about it. Yeah. Like yeah. Hawaiian pizza I, is a thing. So I don't understand. Like <laughs> I'm much more offended at the idea of ketchup on mac and cheese than I am about pineapple oh, on pizza. Uh, my, my wife puts a uh, ketchup on her uh, scrambled eggs and just the smell of it makes me just see. I'm okay. I'm vomit. okay with that too. I don't usually do it myself, but every now and again, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. Uh, yeah, so back in 1996, when I was a uh, youngster, I went to go see, uh, was it 96? Yeah, I want to say it was it was 96, because I think it was uh, Pantera and White Zombie uh, okay. were, were playing, and opening for them was a relatively unknown band at the time, uh, the Deftones. Right. Who uh, they ba- basically the lead singer? I don't know his name. I don't care. I don't need to know. Chino Marino. I really don't give a shit. Uh, Chino Marino. He t- he he walks out to the center of the stage, gets down on his knees, and starts screaming into the microphone. Okay. And I was so turned off by that <laughs> that I have never once been willing to give them another chance since. <laughs> 
Was it was it just the fact that he was kneeling that bothered you so much? Yeah, I kind of I kind of didn't like the fact. I'm like, who the fuck are you to get out on stage and just scream into the microphone? Who the f-? like? I'm not here to see you get off the fucking stage. I want to see. I want to hear Thunder Kiss '65 and fucking <laughs> you know and like the three good Pantera songs. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> you know? Thank God. We we do agree on that. Uh, I think that Pantera is one of the most overrated metal bands of all time. Well, back in 96, I really liked them, but uh, that was around the time when uh, Great Southern Trend Kill was coming out, and, yeah. and that yeah. that basically is what sort of ruined them for me. My, my biggest thing with Pantera is the Pantera fans that I grew up with as a teenager were all, you know, redneck, you know, racist fucks. Oh, so and like so, like so, Phil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But he, but he's not racist. You know, just because he says certain words, that doesn't mean he's racist. Right, it's sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. That's that's what that means. Mm-hmm. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> let's 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 get back let's get back to this fucking movie. <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> uh yeah, just for a, for a little bit, for a little bit. Um All right, so there's no, this this I will say this movie is not nearly as terrible as I make it out to be. It's 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 a bad fucking movie. Yeah, but it is fun. It's fun once Kiss shows up. Yeah, it is. Up until then, I I I, I was taking a few notes and <laughs> I wrote down notes? thirty minute yeah thirty minute mark. Kiss still hasn't showed up. Not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad thing. Thank you very much. It, it actually is in this case because <laughs> I realized I realized then I don't give a fuck about anything that's happened so far. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, like so, so you sent me a copy of the film and you sent it to me in two parts, and yeah. Kiss is not in the movie at all for the entire first part. That, that yeah. you sent me and that's like and that's like 40 minutes you know and kiss, you, could, you could just delete you could just delete that file yeah, and you just basically save the can because you're missing nothing you miss absolutely nothing cutting out that first that first bit um you can literally like put a title card and i may actually even do this just for fun put a <laughs> yeah. t- put a title card that, that just says you know uh girl loses boyfriend evil doctor guy you know makes him zombie you know, uh, kiss is still nowhere to be seen, you know, (laughs) (laughs) kiss is missing in action. But when they make their grand appearance though, it's fucking brilliant because they're all just sort of floating in space and and they all shoot lasers to make the other ones appear. Yeah. Who's who, which one is it that shoots lasers from their eyes? Uh, it's, that's Paul. That's star. Okay. 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 Insufficient data star child. Mm hmm. (laughs) This movie is full of insufficient data. Oh my god, it's 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 unnecessary. No, I guess it's unnecessary data more than anything. This this movie's causing me to do a bit of unnecessary roughness. Ah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so so Kiss shows up. They play music, and when they're not playing music, they're lounging by the by the, <laughs> the, the pool by the pool in, robes. in their uh, like in these really garish looking robes that like if you didn't know any better you'd think were made out of like chainmail or something. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And, and still in full costume, you know. And I feel bad for Gene because Gene has a his costume has these giant like like he almost looks like a hockey goalie. You know where he's oh, got yeah. he's got these giant things that come up 
uh, past his knees. So every time he walks, yeah. he's like slapping himself in the legs with these <laughs> with these things. <laughs> this poor fucking bastard. And why were they the chairs they were sitting in? They were kind of like they were lifeguard chairs. Uh, life, yeah, lifeguard yeah. chairs. Why were there so many of those chairs? Because there are four members of the band. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Whatever. It's unimportant. So, uh, did you notice anything uh, of particular note with the uh, with the ancillary cast? Because there is one notable member of this cast outside of oh Pins. the the one cop that's uh <laughs> that sounds kind of like Tommy Chong. Huh? There's a cop that. Was kind of like a stonerish cop. Oh no, that's not who I was. That's not who I oh. was mentioning. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe, uh, no, no. One of the guards is played by, uh, sadly, uh, well, long deceased at this point. I think he died like nine, you know, like seventeen years ago. Um, you know, uh, character actor usually played like a, a heavy or like a street tough sort of guy. Uh, usually a villain. Uh, played by Brian James, um, who he's one of those guys. If you look up his name, you you know exactly who the hell I'm talking about. But otherwise, you're like, oh, I don't know who the fuck that is. Um, <laughs> but you'll see him. Like the second you take take a look at his face, you're like, oh yeah, I've seen that guy in a fucking million things. Like he was in Blade Runner. He was in fucking. I'm trying to think of what else he was in. Uh, he was in Tango and Cash. He was in Enemy Mine. He was in Fifth. There 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 was a guy that I did recognize. So that must have been who it was. Yeah yeah. Yeah, you'd know him. You know him. He's okay. he's got a bit of a, a of a extended forehead and uh, you know, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah he, that's who I was thinking. Yeah, about. yeah, he's 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 a great he's a great character actor. He died back in '99, unfortunately, but uh, you know he, he I, it was always great to see him in stuff because like he was always like, oh, there he is, there's that guy, you know. Oh my god, this movie is exhausting. So I watched this movie tw- yeah. twice in the me too in, in the course of the last couple of days. And, mm-hmm. uh, like that first 40 minutes is just so hard to get through. It really is. <laughs> you know? And so, so, okay. So let's, let's break down the, the, the last half hour or so, you know, and the movie's actually super fucking long too. It's almost two hours. Oh. It's almost two hours. Yeah. It's pretty close. Yeah. It's, I think it's, uh, like an hour 40 something and it's like, fuck, yeah. fuck me. That's and that's really long for a made-for-TV movie. Well, you, yeah, exactly. You figure probably of, of, been, of that type. And I love when when you when you there are the obvious edits for where commercial breaks. Yeah, were yeah. supposed to go. Some of those were really great. Some of them weren't so obvious, and I, I thought that was no, no. that was fantastic. But yes, yeah, some of them real fucking obvious. It was just like they're in the middle of walking, and it just fades to black, and then just yeah, comes, yeah. comes back. Um. <sighs> I'm trying to remember what the fuck happened at the end of this movie. That's how. That's how fucking like. That's literally fight, how much I didn't care. They fight like these howling white space werewolves. Oh right, right, right. Are, There's the space werewolves. They fight, and then they fight. They look like they could be related to Yeti. I mean, they're so white. They and, the and, Yeti. Yeah, and they they magically appear. I don't know what kind of magic this Devereaux guy has, but he can magically make things just appear out of nowhere. Well, yeah, because, later yeah, on, exactly. later on, there's a there, there's these, uh, I guess, samurais that you know 
uh, katanas just magically appear in their hands. Yeah. And they kind of look like uh, lightsabers when they show up. Yeah, it's brilliant. And, and sometimes, sometimes when they are fighting these uh, werewolves, the werewolves just magically disappear again when Some, they're destroyed. And sometimes so, <laughs> when they're fighting... Their heads pop off? And sometimes when they're fighting the uh, magical uh, samurai, sometimes Peter Chris turns black. Black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that might be my favorite stunt double in the history of oh, mankind. yeah, yeah. He's he's in the movie a lot. It's it's kind of hard to tell sometimes the, because the the movie the video quality is super dark. Yeah, yeah, the movie's super dark, and, and you know it's it's obviously you know VHS, so that that also you know downgrades it some. So, but man, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. this is this is this is. Oh, you're saying the the rip that we that we got was VHS. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say this is 1978, so VHS. I mean, it was a thing, but it wasn't really a thing. Yeah, yeah. no, I just meant the VHS. Yeah, yeah, no. Somebody obviously taped this off of their TV. This is probably like a sixth generation copy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and they they you know they they did re-release it on the what is it Kissology like volume two or something like that. So it's on dvd technically well, oh one of their so, one of their nine trillion greatest hits and best of box sets yeah yeah so and I, you know i you know skimming through the internet uh every version of it i saw was basically what you know what we saw was the vhs so i don't know why unless they've just really cracked down on that dvd version of it well the dvd is you know? different the dvd is different than the version we watched because they like i said they cut out a bunch of uh, ace fraley's lines and mm, and they yeah. and they replaced um they replaced some of the music it's like some of the incidental music they replaced it instead of like the weird like like cornball music that they were doing it was replaced with music from their solo albums which yeah, which yeah, didn't I come out that. which didn't come out for years yeah after that movie did so well i know that i know even in in different countries there were different cuts of the film yeah you know some some that were even fucking longer so i can't imagine you know a two-hour version of this fucking movie <sighs> yeah yeah i don't i don't even want to <laughs> i don't even want to so ultimately though ultimately in the grand fight of all fights kiss fights kiss yeah yeah they do now you were saying something to me uh when we were talking the other day about how you thought somebody in the front row was waving a carrot at them there yeah there there's 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 scenes where you know it cuts back to the audience watching kiss on stage and in the bottom right hand corner it flashes you know to the crowd again and you see like what looks like somebody's hand in the air just waving a carrot <laughs> now i don't know if that's what it is or not i like to think that's what it was well you know you've got to have a proper beta carotene levels when you're going to rip 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 and destroy yeah yeah uh i didn't know that song so I that's don't... not their song that's not the song <laughs> oh okay. I, and, well, see, the audio is a little off, like not great on on that. Well, because that... they recorded all the live, all the live performances, they recorded them all live, and like, well, I, I thought, I thought it was they were saying drip, drip, and destroy. No, no, it was, and it I was... had no idea what the fuck that was supposed to be. <laughs> no, it was, it was rip and destroy. That song, that's hotter than hell, and so that song goes uh... hot, hot, 
hotter than hell. And they didn't change any of the other lyrics, which is fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, I, I was, I was confused to why, you know, it, at the beginning of it, the crowd is like booing them. Like just because they're outraged. Because they changed, yeah. Because they changed the lyrics. But, yeah, but then why all of a sudden are they back on with it? Because like, they got, all because of a sudden they got, like, because they, because much like in radio, repetition <laughs> breeds love. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, it's like payola in, uh, in live <laughs> concert form. But yeah, so, so instead of hotter than hell, they're singing rip and destroy, uh, which, and the crowd really gets behind them. Like the crowd's like getting ready to fucking like, yeah, rip, rip and destroy, rip, rip and destroy. Like they're really getting into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are. <laughs> it's like, holy shit. Is it really that easy to fucking win a crowd over into your evil nefarious plans? Cause if that's the, if that's the case, I need to put some makeup on and start a band. Cause I'd, I would just start songs like show, show, show me your tits, you know? Yeah. <laughs> dick, dick, licking some dick. <laughs> exactly. You know? I don't know. I don't know what was going on with that song. I had no idea why people were freaking out. Well, I, I, think, I, no I think that scene would have made a whole lot more sense for you if you had been like a little bit more familiar with the music. Because like, like I said, like the song is really hot, hot, hotter than hell, and, which is great because like it, it, it makes the regular lyrics make even less sense because <laughs> because it's like they go they go rip 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 and destroy girl you're like the midday sun which doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever no it doesn't you know you're gonna leave me undone i i gotta wonder uh, i was reading about this film and originally uh they they changed a lot of things i guess because they wanted a younger audience so I wonder if it was a little more serious and not quite as kooky, and if so, what that movie would have looked like. Would it have been better? Would have would have been as much fun as what it is the way it is? Well, that's uh, that's clearly what we need to discover now. Uh, maybe we'll find. Maybe we, someday we can find the uh, original original, uh, script. original script, and then we can make our own version. Oh, of that would be Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park, uh, the original. Even if we just do the voices, do it as an audio drama. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> when, and something else that happens, I gotta go back to this. When uh, Kiss are in that, like, kind of haunted house fighting, you know, Frankenstein and whatever else they're fighting girl you're like the midday sun (laughs) what what happened to melissa she you know there's at one point where she's with him and then all of a sudden she's gone for 20 minutes that's how unimportant she is to this fucking movie it's just she's just gone for like 20 25 minutes and then shows back up at the end of the you are uh (laughs) barking up the wrong tree my friend i i i I think i didn't i didn't even realize she was gone that's how little i cared about her for the longest time i I legit have no idea what the fuck happened to her nor nor do i care Then at the end of the movie, she shows back up. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah her. I was like, <laughs> here's your boyfriend back. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Oh, one, one, one thing I do want to mention is when she realizes that it's not her boyfriend, that he's, you know, well, you know he's been mind-fucked or whatever by Devereaux, she's, she's hugging him. She sees him out and about, and she sees him several different times throughout the movie and tries to get his attention. And he just ignores her. Yeah. 
even when even when she when he's taking pictures uh, towards the beginning of the movie of Kiss, but she finally sees him out and about by himself, and she goes over and gives him a big hug, and then just starts screaming. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, well, you know what? She she hugs. she vaguely explains that because she says something to the effect that like, and then I touched him and his skin felt yeah. wrong or something like that. You know, it, it wasn't wasn't really him. Yeah, or something except like that it that, totally but... was him. Yeah, because yeah. all he had was like a little like weird implant thing on his neck that they just pulled yeah. off of him, and he was. Perfectly fine. You know what? He should be thankful, though, that Devereaux let him remain a full body robot because some yeah. of those people had their heads cut off. Heads cut off. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh, God. God this... <laughs> they just don't matter. <laughs> it's just people and things in this movie that don't matter that are there for no reason except to pad the film basically I'm, I'm telling you man like like this this although not a good movie in any regards i think if you no. i think if you smoked a lot of pot like the good stuff you know like not like, yeah, yeah, not yeah. some cheap shit you know not the skunk weed if you smoke some good pot <laughs> and skip right to like the 45 minute mark you know and just watch to the end like, mm-hmm. I feel like this would be a lot of fun to watch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, too. You know? <laughs> I did I did think during that kind of haunted house scene where they're, you know, fighting the monsters and stuff, I just kept waiting for that, like, Scooby-Doo moment where they're, like, running through, a, like, a hallway of doors, <laughs> in and out of doors, you know, with a monster going through one door and then coming out the, the other. The truly Hanna-Barbera like, moment, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It it, it would have just made it that more amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, yo, Star Child. Uh, what do you think of the bacon, bacon, bacon baskets? See, <laughs> one of them should have tossed like Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> that that could have been perfect for Ace. Yes, <laughs> yes. Instead of the ack ack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> instead, they make him build a fucking cat. Oh God. Yep. All right, so uh, so let's let's wind this down because we've we've talked about this movie entirely too long. Uh, all right, so so ultimately, I, I don't want to do score ratings or anything like that. If you want to, go ahead. We'll do. We'll, we'll, I don't know. We'll do, all right, I think people know how I feel about this movie. <laughs> all right, so so let's 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 so answer this then. Would you rec- okay. Would you recommend people watch this? I don't know if I would recommend if 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 you were in the right frame of mind. Maybe uh, it, with a group of people, maybe some beers or something. Yeah, this this could be a lot of fun. Oh, I, I see. But I by, see. I see what you mean by frame of mind. The yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you're by yourself, stone cold sober, probably not. You're not going to enjoy it that much, unless unless you you have access to someone else who has seen it and you can talk about it later. But if you just watch this movie and then can't get out the ridiculousness or the frustration of it you're in you're in in a bad way (laughs) you just wasted time on a movie that's just so ridiculous that it needs to be talked about yeah or or there are a lot of laughs and you know and, and some of them are most of them are unintentional oh yeah 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 no yeah no the intentional laughs are fucking shit no, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, every time Peter Chris opened his fucking mouth, I wanted to put my fist in it. 
Mo. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a uh, sort of a near legendary disdain for fucking Peter Chris. I, I fucking I hate him. You know, like I, 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 I'm okay with Gene. Yeah, he's a fucking shitty showman, but that's actually kind of almost what I like about him. Um, I really, yeah. I really like Paul. I think, I, I think Paul is a, uh, a fantastic frontman, and uh, he's a, he's a character. He and he's yeah. he's probably the he's he he's got that Prince syndrome where oh. where he's like super gay but really straight <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> like, like he's he's super fucking gay, but just constantly sings about fucking chicks, you know. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And then there's and then there's Ace, who is probably one of my favorite guitarists of all time. So I really love those three. And then Peter Chris can go uh-huh. suck a dick. <laughs> um, I would say I would say this is a this is a film that like if you're a Kiss fan and you've never seen it before, you need you owe it to yourself to watch it. You have to. Um, yeah, just because it's like a kiss thing. Like, I feel like fans of the band would, will enjoy this a lot more than people who aren't fans of the band. In fact, if, if it's one of those things where like, you've never really listened to anything of theirs, you'll hate this movie. It's <laughs> like, there's, there's all, there's no redeeming value <laughs> to this movie whatsoever. If very, you're not, very little, yeah, yes. if you're not already a fan of the band. Um, but I will also say that pretty much anybody would be able to sit through this if you're drunk uh, or drinking with a group of friends or, uh-huh. or stoned out of your mind, I, I th- oh, th- this yeah. is this is a fantastic stoner movie. Yeah, yeah, I, I want to rewatch it <laughs> in that frame of mind. Yeah, yeah, point. yeah. As so, uh, yeah, as soon as I get my hands on a little uh, herbal remedy, I I, uh-huh. I plan on revisiting this too. Maybe with uh, uh, maybe with some friends or with my roommates or whatever. I'll see if I can absolutely. talk them into putting up with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the only way they will do it. Yeah, probably. Um, I li- I literally have absolutely nothing else to say about this movie. <laughs> I, the the only other thing that I will point out that I noticed at the beginning of this movie is you know they're walking you know there, there's a lot of shots at this this theme park. The one thing I noticed was how seventies it was because you had these pretty smoking hot seventies girls Ooh. in these really tight t-shirts tucked into tight pants Mm -hmm. no bras just i know i sound like a a horrible man right now not good lord no 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 (laughs) i i i am openly honest about my love of breasts yeah yeah there are yeah there are some gorgeous ones in the beginning of this film and if they'd have sprinkled that into this movie a little more it'd have been that much more enjoyable yeah no one one should one should never uh one should never uh deny their their, their loves in life <laughs> i i did i did i did think that in that last uh kiss versus kiss scene the the women that were you know out in the crowd i, I kept all i could think of was how many of those women are the women that go to kiss shows now and flash their boobs? You know, these- <laughs> <laughs> the, I, I love you, Paul. Woo. Look at my titties. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull my shirt up a half an inch so you can see my nipples. <laughs> oh, oh 
Oh my god. I'm I'm imagining them like still wearing like macrame tops. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. It's like leaving absolutely nothing to the imagination. It's like boobs (laughs) boobs sagging down to their knees from like from from old age and child rearing. (laughs) God. Oh my god, it's such a brilliant image. Oh, I love it. Oh, I wish I could draw. I would totally draw that up. No, no one needs to see that. (laughs) I want to see it. Uh, right. they're milf-tastic. Get you off. Yeah. All right, so I, I, I have, <laughs> so I, I actually meant to start this episode off by at by like doing like a McCarthy era like uh Senate Senate <laughs> hearing. Have you now or have you ever been a member of the Kiss Army? <laughs> I totally forgot to do it, but anyway, it's still a funny, yeah, it's a it's funny fine. idea. Like I, uh, <laughs> I want to end. I want to end on that. Um, yes. All right. So, so this has been this has been Mo with me, uh, Brandon Bennett, the the Star Child, which is what I'm going to call you from now on. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I won't. I won't subject you to that. And besides, my memory is so fucking bad that by the time we record episode three or two, uh, I'll have already forgotten everything I said on this one. <laughs> what was the other one? The 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 one that replaced one was it the oh Ankh uh, Ankh Man? Yeah. Just call me. Uh, the Ankh Morpork. I think he was. Man. I think he was actually like the Ankh Warrior. I think was his name. But uh, but I, I like the uh, Discworld reference there. The Ankh. Yeah, the yeah, Ankh yeah. Morpork, combine the two. <laughs> I could wear. I could wear a wizard robe <laughs> with, with a pointy hat that says "wizard" up the side of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And a uh, and a walking suitcase. Oh, lovely, lovely. All right, rinse wind. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, if you want to find us online, you can uh, find me over on uh, the Twitter. Uh, I am at drunk on VHS. Uh, on Twitter, I am uh, B underscore S underscore Bennett, and Bennett is B E N N E T T. It's B S Bennett. Yeah, because you're full of it. Ah, uh, exactly. <laughs> that, Brandon Bennett was taken. B S Bennett was taken. So. Yeah, uh, you can find me there. Yeah, you can find me on it. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Conception of Society. Uh, other than that, that's pretentious. I don't. It was, I was <laughs> six, sixteen. It was a. It was a poem that I wrote when I was sixteen. That was the title of it, and I've kept it ever since. Do you? Uh, do you want to know what my uh, what my online handle was back in the AOL days when I was sixteen? Oh, absolutely. Mine, please. mine was Modog three sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I've got one better. My ICQ was was it ICQ or, or Yahoo Messenger was Shaggy seventeen seventeen because <laughs> everyone called me Shaggy in high school. <laughs> oh, dear God, we're old. Uh, we're old. J J Scoop. <laughs> like wow, Scoob. Like whoa, Scooby. Uh, oh, God. Fuck me. Anyway, uh, you can you can follow all of our uh, ramblings uh, on Twitter, or you can uh, hop over to Facebook and uh, just give a for any updates and information on upcoming episodes. You can either do a search for Dead End Driving that does exist. Uh, or just fo- follow us on uh, on After Movie Diner because that's where we will be homed. Yeah, homo, homo. No, no homo. homo. No homo. Homo. <laughs> no homo. All the homos. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. 
Let's, Thank you guys. Let's uh, let's get the fuck all out of here. Of, all tens of twenties of you. <laughs> Ambition. Good night, folks. Good night. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.